Hail to you, our King, you alone are compassionate with our faults. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. They gave a dinner for him there, and Martha served, while Lazarus was one of those reclining at table with him. Mary took a liter of costly perfumed oil made from genuine aromatic nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and dried them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Then Judas the Iscariot, one of the disciples, the one whom would betray him, said, Why was this oil not sold for 300 days' wages and given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief and held the money bag and used to steal the contributions. Jesus said, Leave her alone. Let her keep this one for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. The large crowd of Jews found out that that he was there and came not only because of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. And the chief priests plotted to kill Lazarus too, because the many Jews who were turning away and believing in Jesus because of him. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. My dear friends, just want to say before I begin, it's the holiest week of the year this week. This is Holy Week. So please do things this week to spend extra time with the Lord and to call down his uh, grace into your life that you need. And today, uh, I just want to talk just a couple, maybe three interesting little points here, and then go to what's really crucial for our lives. So interestingly enough, this story of Jesus at the house of Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, in our Dominican tradition, in the old tradition, this Mary is Mary Magdalene. And this is Mary Magdalene's brother and sister, Martha and Lazarus. And... And this is a tradition which I totally believe in. So Mary Magdalene here is the one who, for a second time, is anointing the feet of Jesus. Secondly, you know, there's the, the Fulton Sheen principle is in here as well. Fulton Sheen always taught that don't pay attention to what, so much to what a person says, but why they say it. So to look at what not what they say, but why they say it. Let, let, uh, Judas here is very upset about somebody spending money, that Mary Magdalene spent all that money. It could have been given to the poor. But why did he say it? Not because he gave, cared about the poor, but because he was stealing. He was stealing from the collection plate. So you know, uh, you've, you've met, you know that that happens in your own life. When you're doing something wrong, you hyper in on someone else what someone else is doing wrong. 
And thirdly, you know, then notice that the enemies of Jesus really wanted to kill Lazarus because Jesus brought him back from the dead. And they couldn't stand that, so they wanted to kill him. This is John chapter 12. But in that, again, back to that great old Dominican tradition, Lazarus and Martha and Mary Magdalene were taken miraculously to France and spent their lives founding the church in France. I was privileged a few years ago to spend my 50th birthday in, uh, in the cave of Mary Magdalene where she lived as a hermit. So in our Dominican tradition, Martha, Lazarus, and Mary Magdalene went to France, and all of their relics are there. Their skulls and their bones are there in France. Now, that's just kind of interesting, but what's crucial today for us is we again get the mission from our Lord. We've all been sent on this mission from God, and over and over again in the scriptures, he tells us what it is. I have... I, the Lord, have called you for victory and justice. I have grasped you by the hand. I have formed you and set you as a covenant of the people, a light of the nations, to open the eyes of the blind, to bring prisoners out of their confinement, and to, and from the dungeon, set those who live in darkness. That is what we are called to do by the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And you have to think in terms of the four dimensions of the human person here. So there's a physical, spiritual, mental, and emotional. So we have been called for victory, for victory in justice. The Lord walks us by the hand. And we have been called to be a light for those who uh, in a, in a need light, the light of Jesus shining through us. We have been called to open the eyes of the blind, the physically blind, the spiritually blind, the emotionally blind, the intellectually blind. We have been called to bring people who are bound up by Satan to freedom, bound up emotionally or physically or uh, spiritually or intellectually, and to free people from the dungeon, those who live in darkness, either physically, spiritually, emotionally, or intellectually. We are called to do this. So this mission comes up even in the Old Testament. This is Isaiah 42 the mission of God's people. And uh, this is what we've been preparing for during Lent. This is what we've been, why we've been purifying ourselves so we can be more intent and intense with our mission.